0: Hey, hey. What's up? Okay, (laughs) welcome to the Troy and Matt show. Mm -hmm. And today it's January 2nd and we're going to talk about goals, expectations, setting goals, our own expectations of what we have for ourselves, the general thoughts that come to mind when people think about expectations, either subconscious or conscious, Um little habits that we want to bring into the new year and everything along the lines of just improving ourselves. And Troy, let's see, go ahead and tee us off with uh, subject number one.
1: Subject number one. What is today? Oh, little New Year's goals it's about changing our habits, as you mentioned earlier. Um, yeah, just like, I feel like resolutions as everybody does or does not say uh, that they don't really stick. You know, they like you do them for the first couple of months and then they're done after that. So I feel like setting up a goal and doing things to get that goal ready, because a goal is just one aspect of success, right? There's a whole bunch of things that go under that, like your environment, your mindset, uh, your execution, how you go about that. So just kind of talking a little bit about how we can set ourselves up for success, you know, a little bit better than just. Saying, oh, we want to do this and not really putting any effort forward. So, you were saying actually that you wanted earlier about your wedding that you wanted to do like some. Like yeah, one of
0: my things. goals. So, as a trainer, of mm-hmm. course, I like to stay fit, but I haven't really had anything like quantifiable or anything that's really kind of pushed me in any certain direction. I just always like to generally stay in better shape than my clients <laughs> i'm like hey man
2: <laughs> as long cool. as i'm
0: training you i'm gonna make sure i can do everything you can do and then a little bit more
2: mm-hmm. that's right but it's
0: like it's just super basic and simple
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's not i've kind of just gotten to a point where i'm like okay i've been at that kind of level for a fair amount of time
1: right been able to maintain that yeah mm-hmm.
0: maintain maybe improved a little bit mm-hmm. but i think for the first time in a while I'd like to start following like a structured workout program Mm -hmm. to get like a certain level of strength, get my cardio to a certain point Mm -hmm. and just get my body to a certain point. It's Mm -hmm. already like pretty solid, but just really try to just push my limits a little bit. So leading up towards my wedding, which is in October, Mm -hmm. get in hopefully one of the best shapes of my life. Mm -hmm. So when I say like, damn, when I got married in 2020, Mm -hmm. I was in some good ass shape. That's right. Hopefully I can hold it for a little while and don't mm-hmm. just you know just, just
2: fall off. just
0: fall off the cliff mm-hmm. and just get chubby but hopefully stay at like at least a pretty good level right. but leading up to the wedding mm-hmm. be killing it
1: that'll that'll be fun do you think that you are because like once you reach a certain point of fitness you can really start to change like very small things and then notice those differences like when you're first starting out it's really difficult to notice all these like small changes add up to something? But once you've like reached a level where you're like, okay, you know your body, you know how you are, you know how your body reacts to things, you know exactly how to get your body to change and like exactly what to do. So once you start monitoring little shit, like, oh, I added five minutes of cardio this week. And last week I was doing five minutes, 10 minutes less. And I've noticed that I lost like two extra pounds, you know, you're able to really notice those things. That's really cool. Are you setting up the program yourself or are you getting someone to set it up for you i'm gonna get working?
0: someone to set it up
1: okay what kind of like what's like the goal at least
0: just strength
1: mm, okay
0: yeah strength i'm gonna definitely be like thousand pound club so nice. for anyone that doesn't lift
2: mm-hmm.
0: bench squat and deadlift mm-hmm. all equal like a thousand pounds so that's- it's nothing crazy but for like a regular person that's not doing like powerlifting, it's it's a pretty good goal
1: you know that's pretty insane so like how would you like to divvy that up
0: and yeah, really... so I'd like to bench, if I can have bench at like 300,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that would be solid.
1: That would be crazy.
0: 300 bench.
1: Um, these are all at max reps, right? Yeah, Okay. 300
0: max bench, and then out of the next two, at 700, so if I could deadlift like 400
1: mm-hmm.
0: and squat 300 also. Mm-hmm. That's not bad.
1: That's not bad at all. That's actually super insane. That's crazy. And these are like all traditional Yeah, just forms. straight like
0: regular barbell lifts.
1: Okay. No, there's no like, you're not going to do like a sumo no. here or sumo there. Okay. Cool, cool.
0: That's- might modify along the way, mm-hmm. but since I don't always like lo- love to straight bar deadlift, I like trap bars a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. easier on the body. Mm-hmm. So I might modify that. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. And then, okay. so... I'm, I'm to a point where I can maintain really well, but mm-hmm. little changes I'm going to make, of course, make sure I get all my water.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I've been drinking a little bit more than I wanted to lately. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was the holidays.
2: Right.
0: So drinking like two to three times a week, mm-hmm. definitely more than like one or two drinks at a time.
2: So right. make sure,
0: just try to keep drinking to like twice a month.
1: Oh, that's not good. That's not good. And Ma- make
0: sure I don't binge, like, have, like, mm-hmm. less than five drinks
1: mm-hmm.
0: when I do drink.
1: Do you tend to drink, like, uh, drinks that are, like, high in carb or high in something like that? Like, are you more of a beer guy, wine guy? Out, I
0: just stick with, like, Dos Equis, Corona, like, those, mm-hmm. pretty much those. Those
1: light beers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: it's all right. And, mm-hmm. Um, So drink less, sleep more. If I, that's tough because I wake yeah. up so early. And then just avoid processed foods more and cook more at home. Because so we've been eating out all the time lately during the holidays. Mm-hmm. So just cut that down. And once I'd make those little tweaks, mm-hmm. get my adequate protein every day and train like hard, mm-hmm. solid four days a week. And then a little bit of cardio thrown in there, I'll be right. I'll be pretty pretty solid. And-
1: nice, nice. That's really cool because um, you should you should document that like that mm-hmm. whole journey. You should take like you should start doing like little physique updates on Instagram. Yeah, I want to do and that, like that, and I want
0: to kind of promote the program that I'm doing along the way, too. I think mm-hmm. that'll be cool for them, not that I have a trillion followers, yeah. but a lot of people that will see you like, oh, damn, this this program Matt's doing is super good.
1: You know, I actually heard something, side note, um, is that I was working at the front desk, and one of the guys that I work with... He was saying that he was like, Matt is super popular. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, he is. What, what are you talking about? He said that his Uber driver dropped him off and was like, Oh, you work here? And he was like, Yeah, what's it to you? And he like thought that something weird was about oh. to go down. He was like, What's going on, man? And then he she was like, Oh yeah, and Matt trains out of here. Oh my god, I love watching his videos. His rants are so funny, he's so informative, blah blah blah. He inspired me to go to the gym. All this shit. We're trying, so, man. man we celebrities trying. I got to get back. Okay? I got to get back
0: to the IG rants, though. That's coming. Those IG it's rants are coming gold. in 2020. Man, you should
1: do one right after this. Okay,
0: I will. Right after this. I got you.
1: Nice. Um,
0: okay, what about you? My fitness ooh, thing towards the wedding 10 10 2020, book Nice. In. nice. What that, about you?
1: So, I think generally speaking, I've noticed a lot this year that I have so like, I've been trying to maintain, like, a good mental state, right, and not fluctuate between going, like, getting really uh, manic or really depressed and kind of keeping, like, a good baseline so I won't have these really dramatic shifts between, like, oh, everything's fucking awesome and then everything fucking sucks and I don't want to do this and I want to move back in with my parents, you know?
0: So for somebody who isn't very familiar mm -hmm. about the manic-depressant Which a lot of people be like, oh, you're just sad, or you're just, just this, happy. or you're that. People don't understand like how difficult it is to mm-hmm. kind of go between both stages when it's a lot is very much out of your control.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Can you kind of describe like how it is during the highs and how it is during the lows as like quickly as you can?
1: Yeah, of course. So it, it's really weird because when there's like a baseline that you kind of exist at where you're just, you're functional. You're able to do your normal thing. You don't wake up sad. You don't go to bed sad. You don't wake up super happy or go to bed, super happy. Um, So when you're like in a manic state, you tend to, like you tend to fluctuate between them. Some people it's more dramatic than others. For me, it wasn't always extremely dramatic except during, in times of stress. Um, But I tended to veer more towards like having these manic episodes where That's like when you're on the high. Yeah. It's when you're, when you're extremely happy, you're on the high of life. Like everything makes sense. Like you don't understand how anyone could live, like not feeling like this. You never sleep. And I was averaging 24 hours of sleep in a one week period, like seven days out of the week. And like, but you're able to get so much done. And you people who are in manic states tend to think that like, Oh, like sleep isn't really all that important. And like, I was able to still go work out and like, do everything I needed to do on, like, two hours of sleep every night. And then you're just, like, you, you tend to have a bit more, like, I guess, social aggression because you're just so excited. But it's not, like, intentional to be aggressive. It's just more along the lines of, like, oh, wow, this is fucking awesome. And you're just, like, super intense. And, like, you're up in everyone's faces.
0: Um, and then so when you're in those up and up mm-hmm. and ups and everything's great,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what point at what point does it hit you and you just do you come like crumbling back down into a depressive state or is it like all of a sudden is it gradual
1: for so for some people it is very sudden others it's very gradual I kind of it depends I guess on like how high I was you know like so on a scale of one to ten of one being like decently happy and then ten being like I'm so fucking happy I can fly and I'm gonna jump off a cliff because I want to be with the birds type shit you know like I would say that I usually existed like in a solid seven to five and sometimes I would get really climb really close to 10 and I would get really freaked out and I would just like st- it would it was like I was on adrenaline all the time and I was just like consistently like having to do something or I was consistently like not necessarily anxious but more like I needed to like move and do shit so I, I was like I said I wasn't sleeping I wasn't eating very much I was able to like get a lot of things done but once I would stop being on that high, it was kind of this moment of like, oh my fucking God, like there's all this shit around me that I've been ignoring. And like, I really haven't been taken care of. Like, well, my house would be super clean. Or like, I might have, like, I don't know, like made my bed really nice. Like, I'm like, okay, everything's fine. Like, I have a full tank of gas. All this is good. Like, I have all my responsibilities, I guess, like lined up well. But my emotional health and then like my relationships with other people were kind of like dwindling. And I just realized once I was off that, I would feel either like really ashamed that I was feeling like that because I would have no reason to feel like that. And I would get like really big bursts of inspiration and like work really hard to do certain things and like pursue my creative things like super, super deep. And then I would stop completely and I would not be able to like get out of bed the next day. And I would feel so sad and feel like there is no meaning to life and that like everyone hates me and like when that's just not true and I've trained myself long enough to know that like when I start having those thoughts like I have like a little system and it's kind of different depending on how bad it gets a little system about like how to differentiate like what's real and what's not real and so with all of that it's kind of it's it's so difficult to even come to terms with like th- what that that was happening and so once I realized like okay like I don't know if I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to necessarily go to a doctor. I don't think, because I've realized that like, I can probably treat this on my own. If I can't, I'll go to a doctor eventually. But I really do think it's just like me neglecting like certain responsibilities in my life and like doing self-care. Like I have no sense of self-care in my life at all, except maybe like moisturizing at night. But like, who gives a fuck about that when you're not happy? So I was like, okay, like I'm going to like start really doing things for me. And I usually put a lot of people first. And which is fine. Like, I don't mind doing that. It's really not a big deal. But I can start doing that once I'm happier, you know. So it's little things like that. Like, I think I'm going to start like taking myself out on dates, or like create, uh, like doing things I really love. Like I really love to write, I really love to read, I love to exercise. I always kind of like cut my workout short, because I'm like really paranoid about being in the gym too long. Because I'm worried that like, I'll have to reschedule everything in my life if I'm in the gym too long. And I just like kind of neglect my workouts to get like the fullest workout I want to get. And then for because I've been doing that more and more lately, like I'm like, oh, I've already been in here 30 minutes. I got to go, you know, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I have to do all these other things at my house. And like I just start getting really defeated when I don't feel like I have a lot of time. So just trying to set myself up and like maybe go back to therapy, not maybe going back to therapy, Um, but also like just being kinder to people, like paying it forward in this way that makes me feel good. Not that's just like selflessly like giving myself up to everybody, you know, like volunteering more, or you know, like walking dogs in my spare time. I don't fucking know. Like whatever makes me happy, I'm gonna kind of put that in the forefront a little bit more. So that's cool. Very, and I'm also gonna get a new job.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the basics for our two of our goals that mm-hmm. we want to do, and. Yeah. When it comes to the goals, a lot mm-hmm. of people kind of always look at the big picture. And it's like, oh, I want to do a 1,000-pound club and lift mm-hmm. all this weight. And I want to make these changes in my life. But it's like we kind of forget to just look at the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. And what I've found to be very beneficial when it comes to setting a big goal. So with my goal of being in, like, October. hmm which is when my wedding is,
2: mm-hmm. I'm
0: like, oh, I want to do a thousand pound club and be in this good ass shape. But it, when it comes to fitness, it's all about the small day-to-day habits that mm-hmm. are the most important.
1: Right. Like what you're eating. What you're eating yeah. So I could
0: eating. easily start just drinking every weekend. It's oh, My goal is in October. Not a big deal. Well, it's okay. It's a pretty lofty goal mm-hmm. to reach. So you better start now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm going to make sure I get my gallon a day. I'm going to get my 200 grams of protein a day. I'm going to, if I don't sleep enough at night, I'm going to try and get a nap during the day and have these little little things in the way Mm -hmm. that I make sure I check off the list every single day.
1: Right. That's a good one.
0: And if I do that 100%, I'm going to reach the goal. So So, are there any of those little day-to-day things for you that... That you think might help. Mm -hmm.
1: Definitely getting more sleep. I really did have never prioritized my sleep ever in my life, and I realized I was meeting with my dietitian that I work with to help me try to like get in better shape or whatever. And um, he was telling me that I hit this plateau of losing weight because I wasn't sleeping enough. So definitely getting more sleep getting more rest because there really is a huge difference. And I really thought like in my manic states, I was like, Oh, I'll be fine. But like now being, being able to kind of exist in a baseline, like you're not able to survive like that for a long time. And also I just noticed I was way more irritable too. Yeah. And you crash
0: from what I've noticed mm -hmm. when I I train very hard Mm -hmm. a few days a week and you can be good for like two weeks. You can go Mm -hmm. two to three weeks. I think it's at that three week point. At once you're at like poor sleep
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like average diet, once you hit that three week point, your body hits this wall super hard.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All of a sudden, everything hurts. You're aching. You're like, mm-hmm. "What the hell? Where is this coming from?" Yeah. Then you gotta take like a week off or like a super deload week. Yeah, and just chill. Mm-hmm. It always catches up to you.
1: Mm-hmm. That or like I have also noticed that people and myself tend to get way more like paranoid about certain things, like anxious,
0: paranoid, mm-hmm. irritable. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Little things bother you and, like, why is this bothering me? And It's, like, an easy link Mm -hmm. if you just look at how much did I sleep or how much have I been sleeping, Mm -hmm. how has my diet been. It ties directly into, like, everything else.
1: Yeah, I think that definitely, like, the sleep is a – like, I should actually – because you've inspired me now to, like, make a list of, like, what I should check off every day. Like, definitely taking – doing the sleep, watching my diet, being way more strict with that. Um, Not necessarily to the point where, like, I'm not able to live in my best life, but definitely to the point where um, I'm setting myself up for, like, good feelings and, like, being able to do what I want with my life. And then also um, doing – I wanted to make, like, the last 30 minutes before I go to bed, like, the time for me to, like, read or write or for me to, like – do whatever self-care I want to do, like a face mask, watch TV. I just got my new flat screen set up. So, bitch, I'm balling out (laughs) here. I'm ready to go with the self-care. So that maybe, like, be a little bit more informed of what's going on around me. I tend to feel like I'm really intellectual, so I really like to talk about, like, everything. And I just realized I have not been in the loop, like, politically. I don't really know where I stand all that much when it comes to certain topics because I'm just, like, I don't know what's going on and also I don't really have like I guess I feel like I haven't had like much confidence as an adult around certain topics that I feel like I should be well versed on so definitely informing myself a little bit more you know hanging out with people I'm not the most social person and like I'm like very extroverted but I'm an introverted extrovert if that makes sense like I need to be home and like recharge and not talk to people But I do that so often that I don't ever go out. So like this past two weeks, like the last of the month or the year or whatever, I went out more in those two weeks than I have the entire year. Because I was like, every weekend I was like, okay, yeah, my friends are in town. Fuck it, I'll go. Yeah, I'll spend a little bit of money. Like I want to live a little bit more. Like I've always been so strict on like where I put my money, how I spend it. Like so strict with myself, not able to have fun. And I'm like, fuck that shit. I want to live my best life. So I'm going to do that more often. And probably just like, I just maybe struggle in a good way a little bit. Maybe get like a waiter job, you know, hurt myself a little, but like in a good way. So doing stuff like that, like little, like a little steps. And speaking of that, I feel like that creating lists like that is really awesome because there's so many things that need to happen in order for your goal to be achieved. And the goal, people think that like just writing down a goal and somehow it's going to happen and, like, there is that this statistic that's like a certain, like, your goal is way more likely to come into fruition if you write it down because it's becoming you need that real. plan,
0: too. Yeah. If you like, get write it down in January, I want to lift a thousand pounds. And then come October, I'm like, shit, I wrote it down and that was it. That's <laughs>
1: it, right? And then, like, you I had a good week. I had a good
0: week after that and,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it disappeared. Well, unless you're reviewing it at least every once in a while and Mm -hmm. like checking up on yourself, then it's just never going to happen.
1: I think that, and then like, it's also about setting up, setting that shit up. Like there's a few things that have to go into that. Like what's your mindset like going into that? Okay. If it's not where it needs to be, how are you going to get yourself there? Like, how's that mindset going to allow you to get there? You know, like, I think a good example is like people with fitness, like, they go into it and they're like, fuck yeah, Like I want to do this. Like I'm going to get the best him. body.
0: Oh, I'm sore as hell. Yeah, yeah. Or this then, happened. Exactly. Or I'm injured or whatever it mm-hmm. is. Or like
1: I don't see results right now. Or like I just feel insecure in the gym, which is all very normal to feel. There's nothing wrong with feeling that. But like what do you have to do? What has to be done in order for you to take those steps to not give a fuck about those things and to just keep going? And then – because like, if
0: you have the routines and habits in place, you're good. Like you're set.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No matter what. And
0: anything else can come at you and you're like, okay, well, my friend invited me to turn up. My friend invited me to do this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whatever happened, I got a little bit less sleep. But if you have those little things you check off every single day mm-hmm. and life threw something at you, but you still check those off, you still are kind of on track.
1: Yeah. you still, yeah, exactly. And like, creating that routine creating that environment that's another thing like the mindset the environment and then like the discipline and the goal and so like there's like all those little things and I think making little goals for each of those things to then create like each goal like I don't think people realize like how tough it is to really achieve just one small goal I mean if your goal is like make my bed like whatever but if your goal is like a big one like get in better shape for my wedding or like not be so sad and irritable all the time you know like figuring out what those things are and where they stem from making goals and in those little like tiers you know that's really where I feel like all that power is because we have all the power you know and that's where we feel like I don't think that people expect that for us to we don't expect ourselves to achieve those goals we don't we also think we rely on the expectations of others around our goals so there's a lot of bullshit around that and it's really important for us to just kind of Stick with it and have a good support system, and you know, speak our truth. I think that's another thing. One thing that is so cool about you, Matt, is that you're always speaking your truth. Like you're always like, yeah, I want to do this, I want to do that, and like you don't hold back. Like you know how some people are like, oh, what's your dream? They're like, oh, you know, I would like to do this, I would like to do that. It's like, no, bitch, what you fucking yeah. It's like okay, well, you're kind
0: of dancing around it. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that we really, really wanted to touch on was expectations Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and the expectations that a lot of other people set on us Mm
2: -hmm.
0: kind of really impact our decisions Mm -hmm. and getting towards what we actually want to do ourselves. Right. So for me wanting to go be a trainer After I got like a degree in business marketing, it's like, oh, well, you got a degree in business marketing. You should go do a sales job Mm -hmm. and do like pharmaceutical sales or this kind of sales or something where you ideally would make tons of money Mm -hmm. and you're just killing it. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And I'm like, that's super cool. And I'm sure I could do that reasonably well.
2: Right.
0: That just, I mean, the whole idea of towing the line of like the whole corporate suit wearing person where you can never be yourself Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I felt that for a few years of my life and I just I just couldn't do it
1: it's a terrible feeling like
0: and I mean you you can do it and mm -hmm. you can just make sure you get through it but I just felt like the amount of stress that it was causing me which kind of was a driving force in leading me to actually pursue the fitness thing Mm
1: -hmm. did you feel like that that that's that doing that kind of like killed your character in a way like Like, kind of murdered your soul a little bit? Like, you were dying slowly on the inside or, like, that um, you weren't able to be yourself in an environment like that? Did you feel like it was setting you up to be the best Matt Bailey you could be? It
0: definitely wasn't. And I felt like, oh, cool, I have this nice blueprint for this certain job that's going to be, like, put in front of me if I keep on working and, like, paying it forward and, like, paying my dues. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just felt every single day that there were so many people around me that weren't being their full selves. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, this is no, this is 40 plus hours of my week Mm -hmm. that I have to tell this line and not present my full self. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing these people at work more than I'm seeing anybody else, my significant other, my family, my good friends. Mm -hmm. And, this much of my life is spent being like the, the corporate version of me. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I I can't, this is too much. Yeah. So it it wasn't really a way of, it wasn't like me giving up on chasing that kind of career. It was just me putting all my energy towards something where I can be my full self.
1: I want to build on that. What you just said about like you not giving up. So like, I feel like that when we are pushed or like kind of, I'm not, I don't want to say push or coerce, but like a nudge. Yeah. Like a nudge into like, Oh, this is kind of the right thing to do. Whether it's by your parents, society, whoever it is. And you do that. And then you realize like, Oh shit. Like this is not for me. This maybe wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Or maybe I already knew I was going to hate it, but now I i am in it and I hate it so much. I can't do it. And So, like, that moment where you're kind of like, oh, I don't want to – but I don't want to quit. You know, like, oh, I don't want to give up on this because, like, there's so many shiny parts to it. Like, good money, 401K, Roth IRA, like, whatever it is, health insurance or, like, time off on the weekends or, you know, whatever is attractive about that. You start to, like, really be like, oh, my God, I'm about to lose that. Then you start feeling guilty because you feel like you're giving up or quitting. But then what you just said, like, but it just wasn't for me. Like, I'm not giving up. I want to put my energy somewhere else. Yeah, you can quit sometimes, you know, like, it's not okay to quit when you're pursuing something that, you know, you're going to regret if you don't pursue at one point in your life. But there's always time, but there's also not always time. Like, we have to be patient with the things that we want to grow. But we also don't have to waste a second on things we don't like, because there's not that much time in life. Like how you said, 40 hours a week, and you decide where you're gonna put that those 40 hours, you know, like, the, the workplace doesn't decide they do if, like, you work for them, right? But generally speaking, that's your time. And you quitting or not quitting, like, it's not about that. It's about your happiness, you know? And, like, that's really awesome that you were brave enough to even choose your happiness. Like, yeah, let me and, ask, do you, did you, like, what? what do you feel like really allowed you to think like that? Was it yourself? Was it influence in your life? Was it that an example, like?
0: It was really, I don't know, just the... Pretty typical thing of listening to a bunch of like entrepreneurial podcasts Mm -hmm. and certain like pieces of art, like albums Mm -hmm. and books and information that I read or consumed that I'd say, quote unquote, nudge me like we were saying before, just nudge me and kind of give me like little reminders like, hey, the path you're on doesn't have to be the path. Right because there were just so many people that I heard, and they said, oh, I was working this job I didn't like, and I did this, and I started taking little steps along the way to do this, and I just Mm -hmm. heard it enough times to where I was like, damn, I'm no different than a lot of these people. Everyone is just a regular-ass person in the world, Mm -hmm. and 99% of the people aren't the other 1%, that's like super gifted genius prodigy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Most people aren't that. And mm-hmm. So most of are people that I'm checking out and listening to are right where I was.
1: Right.
0: Just doing some regular ass shit.
1: We're all cut from the same cloth. <laughs> yeah. really. Nobody's more special than the other. I
0: just said, okay, well, if all these people did it, and I saw plenty of people doing it in my own life that aren't really anything crazy or exceptional or any different than me Mm -hmm. and i'm like damn okay i gotta i gotta go for it
2: right fuck that's good
0: and then i did and it was just cool to say like we said in my previous podcast where it's just cool to be that person actually did it Mm -hmm. and completely switched careers Mm -hmm. so one of the expectations things though that we go back to which is why a lot of people don't do it Mm -hmm. this is just an example so i was at this party and it's, I'm talking to like a father and son mm-hmm. and I'm talking to the son. He's like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, how old is he? It's like 19, okay, fresh out so, of high school. Right.
1: So he's like baby brain like yeah. he doesn't know how the world like, works. man, I'm trying to
0: figure it out. I'm like, hey, man, I worked a career for a couple of years after I graduated college. And... I decided that I wanted to completely switch it up. And I'm now doing something that is completely unrelated to my degree. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So just kind of telling him, hey, man, you didn't always have to have it figured out Mm -hmm. immediately. And your parents are going to tell you the streaming and the gaming is weird. And the Mm -hmm. YouTube is weird. Mm -hmm. And anything that's not on the path that they have set up for you is probably weird. Right. And like, what are you doing? Not
1: realistic. Weird, yeah. So whatever. it's like, how are you
0: going to monetize that? It's not this career. It's not going to make you six figures off the bat. Like anything that's not exactly how the generation before you sees it is going to be strange. It's like, I can't even imagine how you're doing this. So
1: and that wasn't even a reality for them. Right. Yeah. Like, it's like, not
0: even a, not even in the spectrum of like what's possible.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So
0: the kid's dad and, He's like, oh, what was your degree? And I'm like, oh, it was business marketing. He's like, oh, man, that's awesome. Like, that's such a great career. So,
1: like, truly. And you can get that. this,
0: like, awesome sales job, like I was saying earlier. And I just told him flat out, I'm like, yeah, I just didn't want to do that, though. Mm-hmm. So, so, I'm bye. doing what I'm doing now. Like, thanks for paying zero attention mm-hmm. to the fact that I switched careers and completely taking it and saying how great the other one was, Mm -hmm. I truly appreciate it, but I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry for infecting your child's mind with saying (laughs) that, like, that wasn't the only way to do it. Mm -hmm. But it's not. And I think you're doing your child a disservice if you don't present all the options for them.
1: And even if you, yeah, like, even if you don't know what the options are, being like, hey, I don't know what they are, but there's other options out there. You know, like, nothing just happens. There are people that are, living the dream all over the fucking planet, you know, like, and that dream is dependent on you and what you want. You don't have to have a dream like anyone else. And that's the kind of the thing about expectations, I think, is that like in a generational standpoint, right? So like we tend to do what our parents did before us or like our parents are like, this sounds like a good career for you. I know you best because I raised you. So you would be best in business and marketing, right? And, like, you're, like, okay, cool. And you have that little – that seed is planted when you're, like, a little kid, right? And that seed continues to grow and grow and grow. And then you go into college and you're, like – And then everyone fucking poisons your mind with nobody who gets an art degree ever makes any money. And then you're, like, oh, shit. Okay, well, where do I go from here? And then, like, you go off and do Yeah, because it's, else. like, the
0: one – the one thing to do in life is only to provide, like that's the only thing mm-hmm. that you can possibly do,
1: yeah, to be worthy of, yeah, it, right.
0: Oh, it's just so dumb if you pursue your passion and your dream and what you actually want to do. And I'm like, okay, well, you probably hate your day to day life, yeah, and you're stressed as hell, mm-hmm. but I'm over here doing the thing I actually want to do,
2: right? And, and my like,
0: stress is so much lower in comparison, but you're, mm-hmm. I mean, that you, you don't even look at that, and,
1: and like, there's a lot of judgment, like, people in general, judge things that they don't understand. And we're all guilty of it. We're all like, Oh, what the fuck? No. Like, I think a really good example is like, that's a small example that you can expand on is that like, for like, like when you're watching Netflix, right? And you see like a new title pop up, and you're kind of like, Oh, that looks stupid. You know, like, Mm-mm, I'm not gonna watch that comedy, Psh, bitch, please. And like, you just move on, right? And You know, and it's one of those things where, like, you're judging it, but you don't know anything about it. And we're all, that's okay. Like, we all do that.
0: And it's like, oh, man, if I start dating girls, Mm -hmm. they're going to think, oh, man, your schedule sucks. You wake up too early. You can't see me at night or (gasps) this or that. Like, whatever. Oh, you work Saturdays. Oh, you're working Sundays, too. Mm -hmm. Like, what? You work all the damn time. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But it's like, okay, well, if this is a meaningful, worthwhile relationship, we're still going to figure figure it out. And mm-hmm. if you're not cool with this already, I know this isn't going to work out.
1: Right. And then like on top of that, like you can't like talk to them because at night too late. Cause you have like an early morning the next day, you have to cut it short or like, you know, like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like I can't go out of town all the time or every weekend because I have to work on the weekends. Like pursuing your dream isn't necessarily the easiest thing. It's not, it's not going to always look super attractive to other people. And that's where we kind of get stumped. Right. Like, not only are we influenced by other people's expectations that they have for us. And so subconsciously, how you were said earlier, like we're living our lives for someone else and we're no longer in control because we've given up that control. We can take it back at any moment. It's scary and weird, but we can always take it back. And we can always, without even saying anything, we can just start doing what we want to do. And we don't have to make this big dramatic announcement. We don't have to like, keep it a secret from people, we can just start doing it. And that's always one thing that was really difficult for me to understand is like, I felt like anything I was going to do, I had to be dramatic about it. Like, it's going to be this big thing. Like, oh yeah, like my parents and be ashamed of me. I need to be prepared and already be angry about it and like be bitter towards them. Or like my friends, like they all, they think I'm stupid because I'm doing this. So I'm just going to already be ready for the fight. Like it doesn't have to be like that, you know, like like, like that guy, that, that young guy that was all about the YouTube and streaming and everything, like, he, he doesn't have to make it a big deal, he can just start doing it in his spare time, right? And like, the thing with dreams is that you have to slowly build on it, so to announce it, like, all dramatic, you're, no, you're not gonna see results for a few years, and that's if you put in a lot of work every day, you know? And so the expectations are a lot easier, because it's a very straight path, you know? When you're following your own path, you have to create your own shit, and Like, with you, like, you've been trying to figure out, like, what the right step is to do with your business model for a really long time. And, like, you started small on just, like, Instagram stuff and making a fucking t-shirt and just kind of, like, doing little workouts with people. And, like, it's taken you a long time to get to where you are right now. Like, almost, like, two years, right? Yeah,
0: about two years. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and if, like, for example, this podcast wants to do anything, we're going to have to put in work. And, like, with my own personal shit, too, like, if I ever want to be truly truly happy and like at a good baseline like i'm going to have to put in work for that and i'm going to have to you know do that if i ever want like my creative pursuits outside of this or this you know to be something i'm going to have to put in that work and make sacrifices so what do you feel like are some some good things that will that are like what's the word that are that are good to keep in mind when you start to notice that you've been influenced by other people's expectations Expectations that you've had for yourself too.
0: That's a tough one. Mm. One of the so things to keep in mind when you feel the expectations kind of like creeping in at you Mm that want to like stray you off the other way. Mm -hmm. One of the things is like, okay, well, you're not paying my bills. Oh, that's
1: a good one. That's simple. That's that's
0: number one. Like, hey, what is the number one thing that we are in this world to do and that you need to make sure is always taken care of. Your bills. Mm-hmm. 150%. So it's like, hey man, my bills are paid. Mm-hmm. So okay, I know I might not be contributing like six thousand dollars a damn month to my four oh one or whatever yeah, shit. Like strange. I have no clue. But step one, bills are paid.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If they're not, hey, okay, we'll get that second <laughs> yeah. job.
2: Okay, bye.
0: Get that second job and do what you gotta do. But then if someone comes at you and is like Oh, well, you're not making enough money or you're not going to make enough money. It's like, okay, well, I'll get a second job and I'll make sure the bills are paid
2: Mm
0: -hmm. so I can keep on pushing towards what it is that I want to do. Mm -hmm. So that's a big one. And then another one that has helped me look at your overall stress levels and how easily you're sleeping every single night. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Whenever I was working in my corporate job, I would stay up for hours and just staring at the ceiling Oh, my God, I have to go to work tomorrow. Oh, my God, it's Sunday. i got to go to work tomorrow again.
1: And people and get like, so used to
0: So I'll just be to used to it. And I'm just like, man, I can barely sleep. I was taking melatonin. Mm-hmm. I think for a short period of time, I was taking Ambien. Oh, no shit. And that is like, I would never want to take that again because that's wild as hell. That
1: shit makes you zombies. So
0: now I don't even take melatonin anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the stress level from then to now since I've like career switched is so much less.
2: Mm-hmm. So look
0: at your stress levels as well, how easily you're sleeping. And then I think also asking for the feedback of people around you, like how was I then? Mm-hmm. How do you feel like I am now? What kind I work on? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then it's like, man, you're so much more pleasant to be around. You're way less stressed. All these little mm-hmm. things like just – that people notice about you, how you feel overall. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of a few of those things I've have found to be very helpful. Anytime you feel like you might doubt yourself or receive any type of doubt
1: mm-hmm. or
0: concern from others, just right. go through a few of those self checks.
1: I think that's a really good one, especially the one about, um, <clears throat> excuse me, about uh, asking the people around you, you know, because The way you affect the people around you. Like, you should never care about what people think of you. But, like, judgment-wise. If they're judging you, like, don't even pay attention to it. Don't give it a moment of light. And... But if you're poorly affecting the people around you, that's not okay. You know, like, that's that's not going to make you a better person. That's not going to make your house bigger. That's not going to, you know, fix your car. That's not going to fix your soul at all. And... It's not gonna make you happier either, despite what you might think. Like inflicting pain or you know, certain emotions on others doesn't take away the pain and various emotions that you are dealing with and suffering from, right? So two, I think that's a really good one, especially the people that you really love, like the people you really admire get that from. Like you should not get that from someone you don't like. You know, like that's just gonna fuck with your soul a little bit. But I think that's really good because. I think also another thing to do is like surround yourself with positivity, like little things like like how you said, like you love listening to like business podcasts and I do too. I really like listening to those things. I have a whole bunch of different um, podcasts that I listen to that are business oriented. And I think that people who do listen to a lot of business podcasts are drawn to it because there are while a lot of things are about business, and even if you don't give a shit about business, it's still so good to listen to those things. Because not only are you understanding the way the world works around you, because business literally runs a capitalistic environment, or or society. But it also, with business, you have to be strong within yourself to run that, you know, to be able to, to monitor employees, to be able to like, Carry stress to be able to carry expectations that you have for yourself and that you've set up for your employees. You know, you have to be able to deliver, but even then, like, you still should not care about like shitty outcomes because whatever it happens in business. But with business comes a lot of self care, a lot of self love, and a lot of like uh, emotional intelligence if you really want to be really good at it, right? So, anyone who is interested in finding like a quick, easy access to that, you should definitely check out some business podcasts. And a couple really good ones. Like, what are some ones that you listen to?
0: Let me see. So, one that I'm about to pull up the phone so I can go through. Because I'd say it's always like a different one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) TBH.
1: I think just while you're waiting, um, uh, ones that I listen to a couple are ones called Boss Babe. And it's like an all-female hustle influence kind of thing. And they are, like, one of the number one people on Instagram for, like, uh, business inspiration. So Boss Babe, they have amazing stuff on there. They have, like, all these great interviews about how to be an independent person, independent woman, how to, like, corner the market. It's really awesome. Also, Gary Vee. Ooh, Gary is the number one, especially if, like, you live your life if you want to live your life like unapologetically, that's the guy to listen to for sure.
0: Okay. I also like a uh, short story long. It's a super good one. Mm-hmm. And it's with uh drama. The dude that was in like fantasy factory back in the day.
1: And he uh, started the clothing
0: brand young and reckless.
1: Yeah. Oh, Oh, uh, Rob something. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, Rob's
0: yeah. like cousin. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: And it's super good. and He mm-hmm. just has a bunch of, Influential people on Mm -hmm. that have businesses that came out with books, Mm -hmm. products, whatever it is, and kind of just goes through their story. And that's one of the ones that led me to believe that I could also Mm -hmm. make an impact because all these people have like super regular upbringings Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and not upbringing, super regular like things that they were doing before.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I was just doing this regular job and I had this little idea. And push towards it every single day on the side. Right. And Like, oh, damn, that's how you got to start. So that's, like, what I started doing.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's fucking born with, like yeah. a silver spoon unless you are, right? And, and then, then
0: whatever. I had Purpose in the Youth is also a good one that oh, I yeah, like. That
2: is a good one.
0: That's a super good one. And it's all people in their 20s, early mm-hmm. 30s talking about how they've made a name for themselves mm-hmm. and where they started. So, That's I think especially for people that are just starting off, like we are, or like anyone listening is as well, just having those reminders of people with those stories mm-hmm. that had very humble beginnings right. and started without that much,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and just the day to day routine and habits that you put into place. Right. That's like once you see that and how it can come into fruition,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you can see that, wow, I could possibly do this too if I just start moving towards it Mm -hmm. that's a really that's very helpful so those two podcasts
1: i think that's really great too and what's really cool also about like all these podcasts another really good one that i forgot to mention is called food for thought like t-h-o-t and like that hoe over there thought and it's these four gay writers who are all of like indigenous backgrounds who um are like they're super funny and raunchy which is amazing it's so much fun to listen to them but they also talk so much about self-care and self-love and about how to go about your life unapologetically and like how to not care what other people think about you and just they kind of liberate you in certain ways through like humor and like through comedy and like also um kind of giving their own personal recalls of like really shitty things they've been through because like as, like, a trans male or, like, an indigenous person, not that they're trans, but, like, as an, a, like, a person of, like, like lower stature in society who's, like, a minority, right? Like, you're you're always going to face things that other people typically don't. And, like, we all have, like, our little moments of oppression. But, like, in particular, they really touch light on so many of those. And I think it's really awesome. So, it kind of makes you a little bit grateful also about, like, oh, wow, this is a good spot in my life. Like, I'm good over here. And how to say, how to praise thanks and all of that. But I think all of these podcasts are like all these people that are kind of talking to us, you know, and like, it's like a conversation, but we have to listen because we can't talk back to these people necessarily. Like in the moment mm-hmm. of, of them talking, you really, I believe like soak in all the info, like you're, you're taking it in, you're looking at it from a different perspective and you're kind of taking their advice and you're able to see where it applies to you and where it doesn't. And to see example, I think is huge when you're trying to, chase something because you feel alone in it it's gonna feel super unfruitful and like really really just not something that is going to ever turn into anything you know so I think that's really awesome do you think there's anything else that like people could do in order to not like suffer from expectations from their self because like we all do we tend to like have expectations about how things are going to be and we get really upset and piss off with ourselves I'd say just be
0: patient. Mm -hmm.
1: And how how do people do that, you think? Because I'm not really sure how to describe that.
0: Yeah, so, (laughs) I mean, be patient and don't get frustrated Mm -hmm. with lack of progress. Okay. Sometimes you need to stick in that gray area for a little bit Mm -hmm. to either, like, figure out what's next or just kind of master like what you're doing currently Mm
2: -hmm. because
0: in today's world we'll always get fixated on like oh my god what's next i need to improve get the promotion Mm
2: -hmm.
0: add this other service to offer well it's like okay well how about you get as great as you possibly can at this number one aspect Mm -hmm. of what you're doing and then once that is like super super on point then you can add in the next thing or then you can try to progress from there Mm -hmm. so for me I wanted to get really, really good at personal training, like the one-on-one, one-on-two, one-on-three, like get just as good as I can with that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, I need to offer online. I have to do nutrition. I have to do this and mm-hmm. that. And I wanted to have so many of these like other little things to offer. When it's like, okay, well, I'm not even that good at just doing the straight-up regular training yet. Mm-hmm so how about i master that so i think anyone that might feel like they're stuck in a rut Mm -hmm. or kind of stuck in a certain spot where they don't feel like they're making any progress and just try to double down and get as good as you can like where you're at right
1: right i think that's that is good and i think that when when in those moments of like when it's really struck, you're struggling to double down or like you're not really sure what to do or necess- necessarily like how you were saying um, is to that's when the positivity really comes into play. Like where if you're able to kind of I don't want to say self soothe, but like you're able to do that good self talk and like really believe in yourself, even if it's not like believing in the success or believing that you can do it right now you know just in the day-to-day like okay i can get these lists of things done and that can set me up for tomorrow you know just little shit like that and it's always really it's always really surprising when you have that moment where you're like oh shit like this actually paid off oh wow and like you're gonna you're gonna thank yourself so much and you start getting addicted to the results and then you start to see like okay wow like the more you accomplish and the more you get done how no, how no matter how small or big you start to see the possibilities kind of open up a little bit more and things start to happen that you can even see in the background you know and that gonna come your way because you're just already putting that energy out there and receiving that energy back or you're going to at least you know and it's not immediate but it happens you know That's awesome this has been a really good talk so far i like
0: it number f- one of the year that's
1: right gosh this is a great way to start the new year and so, I think that uh, if anybody out there is really struggling with trying to pursue their dreams, or if anybody is having a hard time listening to themselves, they already know what they want, but they're having a hard time being honest with themselves. I think that we should take this this next like couple of weeks of the year to really think about what those goals should be. About like what what it, what is it that I want me? Because you're you're the your MVP, you know like. No one else is going to tell you what you want. And like, they can, but that might not be it. And to really just kind of think about what the next big move is. Maybe that could be a long time from now. But how are we going to set up the next big move? You know, What are, what are some things that you feel like people should start to think about? Because this is a lot of information at once. You know, like All of these expectations and everything.
0: Just start to think about number one before anything. Mm-hmm. Think about the day-to-day.
1: Okay, the day to day routine, the day to day Just
0: get that routine on point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think my dad's been telling me that for my whole life. Huh. Get your uh. routine on point. <laughs> and ever since I think I started college, was when I really started actually putting that into play. So for the past like almost 10 years, mm-hmm which I graduated high school at 2010. So Mm -hmm. from 2010 to now Mm
2: -hmm.
0: is when I've really tried to live a routine based life. Right. And I'm not saying like stuck in a rut, like doing the same thing every day, but just your routines and your habits, Mm -hmm. make sure you live by your routines and habits and get those in place. And at the end of the day, what you're trying to get towards will get reached.
2: That's right. So Mm
0: -hmm. That step, before you do anything else, 100% just start with that. Mm -hmm. So, for example, every day I wake up, ate 12-ounce glass of water, throw it back.
2: Oh, hell
0: yeah. Off on a good note. And and then the basics, just wash your face, brush your teeth, Mm -hmm. get yourself looking good and prepared for the day. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And then now, I mean, my routine is a lot different than what it was in college. Mm -hmm. I'll train my clients. I'll do my own workout. After I do my workout, go home, shower, eat a good meal, mm-hmm. and then work on the business, do my client upkeep, do all that. Mm-hmm. And then every day you should have like a certain structure to it.
2: Right. Just- and then
0: have like your nighttime routine, mm-hmm. your morning routine, your certain food type of foods you're trying to eat every day.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you live within that, mm-hmm. and then – make room for anything extra, like if you want to party, if you want to go to a nice dinner, if you want to travel, make room for that along the way.
2: Right.
0: Then, I don't know, six months down the line, you're like, damn, I stuck to this routine and these habits and I accomplished so much.
2: Right.
1: It's because insane. if you
0: don't and you're like winging it every single day, it just doesn't make any sense.
1: That and also, there's no sense of like, not only just organization, but you don't, you don't really, you're not really able to look at everything in depth and go, okay, what needs work on? Because you're, you're just trying to do basic upkeep, you know, like you kind of get stuck in this rut and cycle of being like, oh shit, like I forgot to do this basic yeah. thing, you know? And you're not paying attention to like, what could I do for me today, you know? Or like, what could I do to get this going? That's a good one. That's a good one. I think also is to, for people to really start to look at the things that they're really grateful for like looking at what you're grateful for establishes so much confidence because, and it's so underrated, you know, being grateful for just waking up, being able to wake up, being able to walk on two feet, being able to go drive to a job and not get in a terrible car accident or walk and not get kidnapped. You know, like there's all these basic things to just be super grateful for grateful that you're alive, grateful that your parents are alive, your friends are alive. And like, you know, just being grateful for the day to day and, That you're even able to do those day-to-days. Cause there are people out there, like, not that we should not feel our sadness and not and like compare our sadness to others, but there are people out there who are not able to do that, who don't see the sun because they're like fucking locked up or kidnapped, or like, you know, like whatever happens, there's still so much that we should love about our lives. And once we start doing that, you kind of start to realize, like, oh my God, like I'm so grateful for this. So this really doesn't matter like this anxiety that I have over here or like this person's opinion and all this stuff just starts to line up. Like what I do, I have this app. What is it called? It is free and it is amazing. It's super simple and I kind of neglect it sometimes, but it's called um, Presently and you can find it on Google play or the app store Presently and has like, like black leaves as the icon with like a tan background and on there you just write down three things every day that you're grateful for and it gives you a little notification, like, oh, you were grateful for this, so how's that feel, and it's an amazing little tool to life, you know, just write it down, even if it's, like, on your hand, or fucking write it in the air, doesn't and matter. And just think
0: about it, either way, you just it, go yeah. through in your head mentally, like, oh, I'm grateful that I'm super healthy, I'm grateful I have a great fiance, I'm grateful, mm-hmm. just little things, and you're like, right. okay, cool, cool, like, Whatever struggle I had, it's not that big of a deal. It's
1: really not that big of a deal, and that's that's it. It's not that big of a deal. Be honest with yourself and daily routines, right? Oh, that's amazing. And I hope that you get your 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 banging beach bod, man. I feel like you're going to. You already have a really tall, nice white man We're we, we
0: trying, man. <laughs> Just trying to progress, anyways. That's right.
1: That's right. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody. I hope everyone has a great day. And if you guys are interested in ever reaching out to me or Matt, I'm going to go ahead and put our Instagram handles in the description right here. And if you're listening to Spotify or Google or even on Anchor, there are, uh, if you're listening on Anchor, you can always send us a voice message. And if you're, if you're curious just to reach out to us, there's always Instagram. I'll also put my Twitter and I'll also uh, be putting the podcast social media up soon. Next episode, we'll be doing that. So let us know. Okay, everybody have a great day.